0: Hello and welcome to the No Dusty Bibles podcast, where we delve into just two chapters of Scripture a day at a sustainable, rewarding pace. I'm your host Heather, and I'm an author, speaker, and Bible teacher. And I'm joined by my co-host Hannah, who is the director of all the things here at the Rescued Letters Collective. Hey, everyone! We're here to guide you through your daily Bible reading, bringing insights, encouragement, and a sense of fellowship right to your ears. If you would like to receive weekly emails for Bible reading. Sign up at therescueletters.com slash know-dusty-bibles or click the link in the show notes below. Whether you're starting your day, taking a break, or winding down, join us as we explore God's Word together. Let's dive into today's scripture and find the hope and wisdom waiting for us there. hey friends, happy Wednesday to you. It is Heather here, and today we are in Mark 13 and 14. As he went out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Teacher, see what kind of stones and what kind of buildings? Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? There will not be left here one stone on another, which will not be thrown down. As he sat on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, tell us, when will these things be? What is the sign that these things are all about to be fulfilled? Jesus, answering, began to tell them, be careful that no one leads you astray, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and will lead many astray. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, don't be troubled. For those must happen, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines and troubles. These things are the beginning of birth pains. But watch yourselves, for they will deliver you up to councils. You will be beaten in the synagogues. You will stand before rulers and kings for my sake, for a testimony to them. The good news must first be preached to all the nations. When they lead you away and deliver you up, don't be anxious beforehand or premeditate what you will say, but say whatever will be given to you in that hour, for it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. Brother will deliver up brother to death and the father his child. Children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. You will be hated by all men for my name's sake, but he who endures to the end will be saved. But when you see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing where it ought not, let the reader understand, then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let him who is on the housetop not go down nor enter in to take anything out of his house. Let him who is in the field not return back to take his cloak, but woe to those who are with child and to those who nurse babies in those days. Pray that your flight won't be in the winter, for in those days there will be oppression, such as there has not been the like from the beginning of the creation which God created until now and never will be. Unless the Lord had shortened the days, no flesh would have been saved. But for the sake of the chosen ones, whom he picked out, he shortened the days. Then, if anyone tells you, look, here is the Christ, or look there, don't believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will arise and will show signs and wonders, that they may lead astray, if possible, even the chosen ones. But you watch. Behold, I have told you all things beforehand, but in those days, after that oppression, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, the stars will be falling from the sky, and the powers that are in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out his angels and will gather together his chosen ones from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of the sky. Now from the fig tree I learned this parable. When the branch has now become tender and produces its leaves, you know that the summer is near. Even so, you also, when you see these things come to pass, know that it is near at the doors. Most certainly, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things happen. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But of that day or that hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Watch, keep alert, and pray, for you don't know when the time is. It is like a man traveling to another country, having left his house and given authority to his servants and to each one his work, and also commanded the doorkeeper to keep watch. Watch, therefore. For you don't know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether at evening, or at midnight, or when the rooster crows, or in the morning, lest, coming suddenly, he might find you sleeping. What I tell you, I tell all. Watch. Chapter 14 It was now two days before the Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might seize him by deception and kill him. For they said, not during the feast, because there might be a riot among the people. While he was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at the table, a woman came having an alabaster jar of ointment of pure nard, very costly. She broke the jar and poured it over his head. But there were some who were indignant among themselves, saying, why has this ointment been wasted? For this might have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor so they grumbled against her. But Jesus said, Leave her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a good work for me. For you always have the poor with you, and whenever you want to, you can do them good. But you will not always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand for the burying. Most certainly, I tell you, Wherever this good news may be preached throughout the whole world, that which this woman has done will also be spoken of for a memorial of her. Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve, went away to the chief priests, that he might deliver him to them. They, when they heard it, were glad and promised to give him money. He sought how he might conveniently deliver him. On the first day of unleavened bread, When they sacrificed the Passover, his disciples asked him, Where do you want us to go and prepare that you may eat the Passover? He sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the city, and there a man carrying a pitcher of water will meet you. Follow him. And wherever he enters in, tell the master of the house. The teacher says, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will himself show you a large upper room furnished and ready. Get ready for us there. His disciples went out and came into the city and found things as he had said to them, and they prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he came with the twelve. As they sat and were eating, Jesus said, Most certainly, I tell you, one of you will betray me, he who eats with me. They began to be sorrowful and to ask him one by one, Surely not I. And another said, Surely not I. He answered them it is one of the twelve he who dips with me in the dish for the son of man goes as it is written about him but woe to that man by whom the son of man is betrayed it would be better for that man if he had not been born as they were eating jesus took bread and when he had blessed it he broke it and gave to them and said take eat this is my body he took the cup And when he had given thanks, he gave to them. They all drank of it. He said to them, This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many. Most certainly, I tell you, I will no more drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it anew in God's kingdom. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Jesus said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me tonight. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. However, after I am raised up, I will go before you into Galilee. But Peter said to him, Although all will be offended, yet I will not. Jesus said to him, Most certainly I tell you that you today, even this night, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. But he spoke all the more. If I must die with you, I will not deny you. They all said the same thing. They came to a place which was named Gethsemane. He said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter, James, and John, and began to be greatly troubled and distressed. He said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch. He went forward a little and fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass away from him. He said, Abba, Father, all things are possible to you. Please remove this cup from me. However, not what I desire, but what you desire. He came and found them sleeping and said to Peter, Simon, why are you sleeping? Couldn't you watch one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, he went away and prayed, saying the same words. Again, he returned and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, and they didn't know what to answer him. He came the third time and said to them, Sleep on now and take your rest. It is enough. The hour has come. Behold, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Arise, let's get going. Behold, he who betrays me is at hand. Immediately, while he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, came, and with him a multitude with swords and clubs from the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders. Now he who betrayed him had given them a sign, saying, Whomever I will kiss, that is he seize him and lead him away safely when he had come immediately he came to him and said rabbi rabbi and kissed him they laid their hands on him and seized him but a certain one of those who stood by drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear jesus answered them have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to seize me I was daily with you in the temple teaching, and you didn't arrest me, but this is so that the scriptures might be fulfilled. They all left him and fled. A certain young man followed him, having a linen cloth thrown around himself over his naked body. The young men grabbed him, but he left the linen cloth and fled from them naked. They led Jesus away to the high priest. All the chief priests, the elders, and the scribes came together with him. Peter had followed him from a distance until he came into the court of the high priest. He was sitting with the officers and warming himself in the light of the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole council sought witnesses against Jesus to put him to death and found none. For many gave false testimony against him, and their testimony didn't agree with each other. Some stood up and gave false testimony against him, saying, we heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and in three days I will build another mate without hands. Even so, their testimony didn't agree. The high priest stood up in the middle and asked Jesus, Have you no answer? What is it which these testify against you? But he stayed quiet and answered nothing. Again, the high priest asked him, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? Jesus said, I am. You will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of the sky. The high priest tore his clothes and said, What further need have we of witnesses? You have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? They all condemned him to be worthy of death. Some began to spit on him and to cover his face and to beat him with fists and to tell him, Prophesy. The officers struck him with the palms of their hands. As Peter was in the courtyard below, one of the maids of the high priest came, and seeing Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, You were also with the Nazarene, Jesus. But he denied it, saying, I neither know nor understand what you are saying. He went out on the porch, and the rooster crowed. The maid saw him and began again to tell those who stood by, This is one of them. But he again denied it. After a little while again, those who stood by said to Peter, You truly are one of them, for you are a Galilean, and your speech shows it. But he began to curse and to swear, I don't know this man of whom you speak. The rooster crowed the second time. Peter remembered the words that Jesus said to him. Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. When he thought about that, he wept. Thank you for spending part of your day with us here at the No Dusty Bibles podcast. We hope today's reading has encouraged you and brought you closer to understanding the heart of God. Don't forget to join us for the next reading. And if you're looking for more resources or want to connect with our community, visit us at therescuedletters.com and find us on social media at Rescued Letters. The No Dusty Bibles podcast is produced by the Rescued Letters Collective, a united front of women's ministry endeavors with a shared vision to help women everywhere cultivate a richer faith. Our mission is simple, but transformative. Make the Bible not just available, but wholly accessible and deeply meaningful for every woman who seeks its wisdom. If this podcast encouraged you today, we would love for you to leave a rating and review and also share it with a friend. Until next time, I'm Heather. And I'm Hannah. Reminding you that every page turned in the Bible is a step closer to God. We're rooting for you.